0: I'm Gabe, and I'm Kat, and we're the, the ghouls, ghouls Next Door. Talk about that spooky stuff all day, every day. Always. Here at the Ghouls Lair. <laughs> yeah, here at the spooky lair. It is a new month. We're doing new things. Yeah. Try we and... did one
1: thing one month. You know as we do.
0: Yeah. Sometimes we do the same thing two months.
1: Yeah. This time
0: it's new. Yeah.
1: What's up? It's
0: not really a series. Gabe's birthday. <laughs> 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 yeah, bye, bye that happened this month uh <laughs> uh yeah i don't think we're doing a series we're just kind of like doing a thing we feel like yeah we're like you know
1: what we've talked about this in a sense but yeah. we didn't really cover all of it we didn't so do we, this we want to come back yeah. you know I'll, i want to talk to those people who are like are you ever gonna run out of stuff to talk about <laughs> and this is all like no we're not no we could always you can look at things one way and then look at them a whole different way you flip yeah. it over.
0: Yeah, we could revisit stuff. One, two. We already have like most of next year planned out. Yeah, like legit, and most of it is new stuff. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I've
1: always wanted to talk about that. Look, we can do that. That's yeah. crazy. We have a so platform. So we're forever.
0: We are forever. Forever, and, ever? <laughs> forever. <ever. laughs> uh, today we're actually talking about demonology. Yeah, and then furthermore, demonologists. Yeah, and also not demonologists. Yes. Uh,
1: apparently, according to this one article I read, demonology is one of the most misused terms in English. Ah. Which I don't know if that's true or not, but this guy had a lot of opinions Yeah,
0: it. I think people didn't get it. Like, actually, I had a shout-out to Jeff because I was talking to him about this, and we were, like, geeking out about the topic because I felt very strongly about some things you guys will hear. Um, <laughs> and so uh, he was like, well, what is what is demonology, and how is this different from, like, and exorcism or he was like how is this different from uh, like supernatural like investigators like people who are like I'm a paranormal investigator I just come up here and I talk to ghosts versus someone who conducts seances versus someone who's profiting off of people's illnesses which is to say most of the people that I just mentioned. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about specifically demonology today and this month we're going to be diving into some other topics as well because I think there I think it's important to talk about the differences between all of those things. Yeah. Um, But today is specifically dedicated to the study of demons, which would be demonology. That's what words are. That's what that means. We're Uh, we're
1: keeping it so fresh and so clean, clean for you. Okay.
0: I don't know why. That's what we're doing. We're doing a lot of wordplay. Yeah, I don't know. What's up? Uh, My name's Kat. (laughs) And we will be, or at least I will be, uh, diving a lot into... um, the The more famous, uh, per, like I guess they self-designated Themselves. demonologists. Yes. yes, that's why it's self-designated. <laughs> uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are the more famous demonologists that people think of, but let's—they technically incorrect, know, but they aren't though. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna dispel that. But we're also gonna talk about you know what their deal was. But also we're gonna talk about what demonology still is and why uh, why Gabe gets really mad about it. Cool. Facts. Yeah, facts. Wait till you said all the facts. Yeah, facts. Still facts. About that spooky stuff. Yeah, spooky stuff. Cat, why don't you tell us what... What is... demonology tell me about it yeah so uh
1: the like definition of -hmm. demonology is the study of the history of demons and the belief in the demonic gotcha so like it's not like hey i believe in demons or hey like this is a religion it's like literally just like the objective study Yes. Of the history of the fact that people have believed in demons before. Yes. And, like, what does that look like in a religious sense or culturally or linguistically or... It's, like, very educational.
0: Yes. and its
1: in ology. Yes, it's an ology.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, it's not well, an ist, to, It's an ology. Yeah, but to, to argue with that, there's also Scientology. So ologies aren't exempt from ridiculousness that's fair (laughs)
1: yes i mean it's an ist it's an ology yeah we got titles i don't know yes but yeah i read this i don't you're like this guy had sources i'm assuming maybe incorrectly i'm hoping not because i really liked what he had to say yeah uh that he did like his research and he claims himself to be a demonologist in that he studies demons just the like the history, history. like them. he does it from a really academic sense, yeah. Um, and then it's not so much like he thinks demons are real, yeah. And actually, he argues that like you shouldn't state that for the world, like that you can are believe real. that. Go ahead,
0: yeah. but that that
1: actually like conflicts. There are no proof. You can't study yourself. Yeah, you're stu- you're like if you believe in <laughs> demons, you are a part of the work of study. Yeah, that you would be researching. So this guy's name is I love his name, Stanley Stepanek. Stanley Stepanic. I just really like his name. I just think it's really fun. And he wrote this very long article called Demonology, A Study of What Is Not by Skeptical Inquirer. Nice. So this dude has some real stuff to say. Yeah. He was like calling people out. And I was like, I am here for it. <laughs> Keep going. You got smart words so he basically calls out people like the warrens and other demon hunters or like ghost hunters who call themselves demonologists and he explained it in a really fun way so he argues strongly that demonology is an intense field of study like any other academic field of study mm-hmm. and like that you have to go to school for this like you gotta go learn to get a degree from books <laughs> you gotta go place you gotta pay money yeah like you have to get a degree in demonology yeah. You have to and like, invest in that yeah, it's not just something you walk in. His, his example is great. You don't just like walk into a room and you're like, I'm a chemist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> without having any background in the study of chemistry. Listen, I really like chemicals. I, one I, time I saw a chemical and I thought, yeah, I, I do that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, I really
1: like mixing liquids together
0: in <laughs> bottles. Like you're just I'm moving water from one cup
1: to the other I think cup, I'm sir. I'm a chemist now. You don't just do that if you don't have any educational background in a study. You don't just stroll up one day like, oh, hi, my name's Kat Cushion, and I am a chemist. And it's like, I don't know anything about chemicals. I was at science, but, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know.
0: Well, I'm not going to claim to be an expert on something that I have no background in. Yeah, you can be an artist and then name yourself chemist, but with a K. And now, I could do
1: that. Oh, wow. Uh, Oh look at me
0: being a chemist.
1: Uh, but he basically argues like, if anyone did that, they'd be like, "That is ridiculous." Yeah. What do you mean? You are not a chemist. Yeah. But people don't do that with demonologists because it's like this kind of like taboo field of study where it's yeah. like they feel like like it's generalized in with these like popular versions of what it could be. Yeah. They're just like, oh, it's on television. Mm-hmm. I believe that. Yeah. This guy is saying he's going to fight the demons. So that's what demonology is. It's like, no, it's literally the study of people who believe in demons. Yeah. And the cultural implications of why they believe in demons. Yeah. So, one, you don't just walk up saying you're a chemist all of a sudden. Yeah. So you don't walk up and just say you're a demonologist all of a sudden if you never went to school for demonology. That is his first argument, which gotcha. I am here for. <laughs> yes. Two... If you're studying a topic academically, specifically the history of demonic belief, Mm -hmm. wouldn't it kind of be a conflict of interest if you were like, I think demons exist? I'm going to go out and fight demons <laughs> yeah. like that. You're studying the very thing that you are. Mm-hmm. So that's like a conflict of interest. That's like, honestly, you're probably very biased in your views and the th- the information you're looking for. You're yeah. looking for what you want to see and not actual facts. Yeah, It's
0: like being an anthropo- anthropologist and like just being a part of that culture now. Like you're like, I'm going to impact it. And it's like, no, you're just supposed to be watching and telling us about it.
1: Yeah. It's just like, yeah, can you look at this objectively Mm -hmm. and, like, just report on it? Like science.
0: Yeah, like science. Like, if you're studying animals, like, you're supposed to just hide and be in the woods and they shouldn't know that you're there.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, it's not a true... Study, yeah. Yeah. So, same applies yeah it's a demonology <laughs> gotcha you're not supposed to be out there being like i'm gonna fight these demons
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna rid the world of demons and then i will not have a job yeah it's like what you're doing <laughs> it's dumb it's yes. straight dumb it's so, <laughs> dumb. okay so he has this really great
1: quote and i'm not gonna read the whole thing but essentially like if you're gonna go be a demonologist yes cool go do that yes but you got to go through the proper channels and if you're approaching a subject basically like if you think something indicates that demons exist then you're trying to study that you're you're looking at all the factors you're looking at like the linguistic variations you're looking at like the anthropological side you're like seeing what culturally has already existed Surrounding this idea of yeah. whatever this demon you think is manifested, essentially, so you're researching all of these things, and you're using science. So, like all like sociology, disease yeah. theory, all of that stuff, essentially. Yeah, the hypothesis. Yeah, <laughs> like the intent is never to cure people. Yeah, of what is suspected to be a myth. Yeah, Like, the whole idea is you're studying, like, people's belief in it. You're not supposed to believe it into yourself. And then you're also not supposed to try to use demonology, as he says, as a system for a cure. Because mm. those who believe in the existence of such creatures, which in itself is a serious disregard for knowledge and abuse of human emotions. So it's really calling out, like, Woof. Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are yeah. out here saying, I'm going to help you, when really they're manipulating people yeah. who have medical illnesses, Or mental illnesses or, like, Mm -hmm. life situations that are really overwhelming and stressful. And you are just giving them a cop-out and torturing them more. Yeah. Because, like, demons aren't fun. Like, we saw all these films. It's not, like, a fun time. No one wants to be possessed. Nope. And they're probably not possessed. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I feel you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's just basically like really calling them out and then just saying that it's just like people just say they're demonologists or they throw the term like demonology at things that just really aren't. Yeah. what it's about. So, now that we're done that little rant. Yes. Let's talk about so Ed a and new Lorraine rant.
0: <laughs> Second rant. Uh, who argue
1: the exact opposite. Yes. In their world, their world that they live or lived? Lived. Lived. That's yeah. all. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Yeah. So Ed Warren is a demonologist, he says. Yep. Uh, and Lorraine Warren is, as she says, a okay. trance medium.
0: Yeah. Which so, I do want to say is like, there was a long period of time where she did not believe Ed when he talked about spooky things. And then all of a sudden, she's a medium now. She's like, oh, maybe we can make some money. Maybe I can also participate. What can my role be? Maybe I see them. And that's it. That's what it was. Yep. <laughs> so,
1: unlike the other media we've covered in terms of, like, uh, exorcisms or, mm-hmm. uh, like, ghosts or yeah, whatever. Like, we haven't sense. really talked... Like, we talked about the Warrens, like, briefly, but we didn't really get into their essence. Nope. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we will. Yeah. So, essentially... They argue the exact opposite of the gentleman I said before. They're Mm -hmm. like, yo, demons, though.
0: Yeah. Demons are real. We are the only army. We have to fight them.
1: The only way we fight them is by facing them and admitting that they're real. Yeah. And, like, really just acting as, And writing books about it. And, like, acting as, like, a religious... Like, an entity. Like, you're yeah. going around preaching the work of God, and that they're, like, very much, like, demons are coming for you. Yeah. The demonic world is real. hmm It's coming for you. You better let us come help you. Otherwise... Demons. Yeah. You're just with them. You got, you
0: got a bad case of demons. You got demons Here. in
1: your house, you got demons in your yard. You need to fix your, your demons demon pants problem. We're helping. You. <laughs> <Or else laughs> demons in your pants were helping you. That's what you <laughs> that's just said. I so... wanted to make sure that
0: I just that's kind of what their motto is. And I was just... <laughs> I'm just like, you know, I'm putting it into terms we can all relate to.
1: I wanted to give you
0: credit for your funny <laughs> that I talked
1: you. over briefly. So <laughs>
0: thank you. Yeah. Uh so they're just like, the devil exists.
1: That's their whole spiel. Yeah. And we got to fight it. So the way that they go about fighting mm. it is the problematic part. Yep. Um, and their origin story is actually really interesting, specifically how they both fell into this work <laughs> together yeah. as a unit. Yes. So Ed grew up and in, in a supposedly haunted house mm-hmm. in Connecticut, but not, not the one you're thinking, haunted, yeah. like the film we watched. Uh, But you're correct in associating them with the house. Yeah. Uh, But Ed said his house, this is a quote, my father, who was a police officer at the time, would often say, Ed, there's a logical reason for everything that happens in this house. We never came up with that logical reason.
0: Therefore, there isn't a logical reason. It's just demons. (laughs) Because my dad wasn't smart enough. Logic? To reason the weird... House movements. Demons. Equals demons. Yeah. Demons in your pants. What are you going to (laughs) do? What are you going to do? Ed knew. You call Ed.
1: You got to call Ed. He knows what to do. So, you know, he goes on to say, my family would all go to bed and just around two or three o'clock in the morning, many times I would hear the closet door begin to open up. At first, I'd look into that closet and see only shapeless darkness. And then slowly I'd start to see a light, beginning to form and it would morph into like a ball shape sort of like a basketball and then I begin to see a face in that ball this is called a ghost globule globule
0: which is funny that he was like I stared really hard into darkness and then I saw a face it was definitely real and not my imagination and then he named it
1: yeah a (laughs) globule globule so in that globule Globule. (laughs) was a face a face of an old woman and she was not looking at all pleasant Mm -hmm. the globule i can't (laughs) give you the glob would then come out into my bedroom and then accompanied by an audible footsteps and heavy breathing the room would then become icy cold and unnatural cold a psychic cold. Oh,
0: put more words in there.
1: And I'm saying to myself, Ed, there's a logical reason for everything. <laughs> just like Papa said. But by said. that time, I was out of bed and right
0: between my mother and father. And my their logical bed. father. What? So that's from their, their website. Yeah. And that's like them, like, that's literally just Ed's words. I mean, like, oh, this is
1: my facts. This is my truth.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't have an overactive imagination as a child.
1: Can I talk about the fact that literally a week ago... I looked into the darkness of my bedroom, and it looked like there was a tall man standing, and he was had his hand out to, like, snatch me. Then yeah. I turned the lights on, and it was my towels.
0: Yep. Or so, so you just put a bunch of clothes on the chair. Like I do put a lot of clothes now. on
1: the chair, and they look like a people. It's, like, a whole time. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm not it's debunking a your theory, Ed. But I just did at the same time. It's like globulin. No, because darkness creates... Like, you fill in the blank space. Oh, yes. There's so much science backing that up that your mind will fill in the blank space as a way to try to understand your surroundings. It was a haunting. You just don't get it. It was a globule. It was a globule.
0: Oh, my God, I (laughs) said it.
1: So, Ed met Lorraine when they were both 16, he was working at a theater, and she was a regular attending with her mother. He was and a
0: demonologist, boy. She said, see some demons later, boy.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like it. You're welcome. Thanks. <laughs> so she was attending with her mother, and he asked her on a date, and the rest is history. Yep. Cute. That is cute. So, yeah, after a stint in the Navy, Ed became a painter, and then you would sell those paintings to make money. Yeah. But then they would also investigate mysteries. And as you said, like, Lorraine at first was not about this whole ghost thing. She's like, I don't believe you. No. What are you talking about? Yeah. There's this thing. Yes. Which is very different from the movie we watched.
0: Yeah. Contrary no, 3. there's a lot, a lot of fun in that movie. Yeah. Uh, but what was interesting is that uh, essentially
1: they would go to the houses and I would just sit out front and be like, I'm going to draw all the ghosts in this house with a paintbrush. Yeah. And then Lorraine would walk up and be like, look, my husband drew this really weird picture of your house, but with lots of ghosts. Let's talk about
0: that. Yeah, because these are people who already were like, because there's rumors going around that this place is haunted. So then he just sits outside with his paintbrush for like a whole day. And these people are like, why is this random man outside? Like painting our house. And then his wife shows up and is like, look, your house is haunted. Look at all the things he sees. Let's talk about it. And then, of course, they'd be like, come on in. We are traumatized. they tell us some stuff. Yeah. So so pretty much they, uh, I like to call this segment, you debunked. I like it. (laughs) <laughs> because that's what I'm about to do. So uh, <laughs> what I think is funny about uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren is when, when it, uh, we kind of stumbled into this topic and then I was like, wait a second, uh, we have covered them quite a lot, right? Like yeah. we, we talked about um, the haunting in Kinetic Ant Connecticut and Amityville horror in our Haunted Houses episode. Yeah. And we talked about, like, already the debunking of Amityville horror yeah. in that episode. Um, We've talked about them when we talked about Annabelle in our Dolls episode. Yep. And it's just, uh, and we talk about Insidious in our Children episode all last out week. Here saying demons like this, so. Yeah. And they are, like, really prolific. There's so many movies right now that are based off of their, like, stories and their books that, like, James Wan is just making money off of right now. Yeah. Um, um, but I think it's really it's a, it's it's a it's a ride, to say the least, is looking through at what the supposed stories are. And then when you read like people's reviews or the fact that they've been sued a few times or that like later people who were involved would come out and be like, no, this is this was not true. <laughs> like yeah. We made that up for this reason and that reason. And it's very clear that they were just really getting off on, on on the attention. Yeah. And like writing these stories about that. But so we, um, when we had previously talked about the Amityville horror case, so that was like this really odd veiled attempt at exonerating um, Ron DeFeo who murdered his whole family and yeah. when you, if you want to check that episode out go take a, take a look I think it's like episode 14 or something um, but oh, take early. a listen to it and uh, it is super fun <laughs> we do some cool little special effects in there we got a oh, little goofy. Our, is that
1: when Susan comes out? Yeah that's Yo, when Susan's that's there. a fun one
0: man. <laughs> <laughs> it is super fun but if you want to hear about like what actually happened at the Amityville Horror House um, and what I think is funny when I was talking to our friend Jeff um, who has been a guest on our show before Uh, and I was telling him about it and I was like they were saying that this this place was haunted and that's what caused Ron to kill his family and Jeff was like, "Wait a second. So you're saying it's not that Ron killed his whole family and now it's haunted? It's before that, like." Yeah. You know? And it was like, "Yep, that's what they were trying to say." And it was literally like the story is that the 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 people who live there, the Lettses, um, and their friend or lawyer, or something, got super drunk on a lot of wine and then crafted this whole story and then we're like, "You know what? Let's run with it." And then of course Ed and Lorraine are like, "We're right up here with you." Yeah. <laughs> and and the problem is like. Ron DeFeo was just an awful person who murdered a lot of very innocent people because he was involved in a lot of sketchy things yeah. and was just like, and he wanted an out, And it happened to be that the Letzes were almost giving him that because they yeah. were like, it was like another, like the devil made me do it case, Yeah, which is something that Ed and Lorraine are incredibly like involved with this. Yeah. The devil made me do it is like. A catchphrase that they could put on any one of their clients yeah and so <laughs> and one of the more famous ones which i actually um think was really interesting because we never see that because it's not as i guess like entertaining Okay. i guess so there's the um famous trial of arnie cheyenne johnson who during a time was um engaged to a woman whose younger brother who was about like 10 i think um had been suffering from what, he, what everyone thought was that he was possessed. Okay. So uh, Ed and Lorraine show up. They see this little boy. They think he's possessed. Uh, Lorraine said, <laughs> a quote from Lorraine is that she knew there were 43 demons in the boy. She knew that. Okay. Uh, so then they get a, the archdiocese of that area to perform an exorcism. Uh, they do a few of those. And voila, the boy's fine now. The boy free of the forty-three something demons that were hanging out inside of him, and all everything's hunky dory. Except, turns out that the some of the demons didn't leave. Instead, they hopped on over to uh, Arnie and possessed him. But conveniently, didn't do anything until he got into a scuffle with his landlord and then ended up stabbing him a bunch. But it wasn't him. Nope, it was the demons from the, his fiance's brother. Yeah. Who was a child. That
1: makes sense.
0: Yes. Um, so. Uh, Following. For <laughs> it here. Yes. Um, so it, it, it's kind of like it's such a wild ride that they were just like, yeah. and And they were actually asked to come on trial to like speak on his behalf. And it was like one of those like instead of like pleading insanity, it was pleading possession. Which is absurd, right? Um, yeah. Later, actually, um, in 2007, Carl Glatzel, who is the the young boy David's older brother, uh, attempted to sue them because he said that uh, – they were manipulated by the yeah. Warrens and that they uh, concocted a, pho- his quote is, they concocted a phony story about demons in an attempt to get rich and famous at their expense, none more so than little David, whose mental illness he feels was exploited for monetary gain. Yeah. Yes. So super cool. They're super cool guys. Right. Um, we know about haunting in Connecticut. Right. Yeah. Um, we talk about that in our episode of Haunted Houses. What I think is really important about that uh, and what you can take from it is that the the guy who wrote the book with them yeah. like, was interviewing that family. And yeah. he was like, wait a second. <laughs> he went to Ed and he was like, listen, I've interviewed all the Snedekers and none of their stories are matching up. Like, they are all over the place. They all have so many different things that are happening with them, like, just in real life. Like, some of them have alcohol and drug problems. Mm -hmm. The one kid had cancer. Like, there's all this stuff that's happening. And he's like, none of these stories are matching up. And Ed said to him, oh, they're crazy. Uh, (laughs) You've got some of the story. Just use what works and make the rest up. Just make it up and make it scary. Is what he said to him, and then they did, and now we have a haunting in Connecticut, like kickoff film that like brought us to like. And I will say this: the film, which is one of my favorite like haunted houses films, uh, Lorraine actually hates it and has spoken out against it because one, it doesn't involve them, and two, uh, it uh, she says it, it it mocks like all the hard work that they put into that. All the story.
1: lying that
0: they do. All it, the though. lying to make I it even bigger. The lie. lies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one thing about Annabelle is that she's actually a creepy uh, Raggedy Ann doll. She's not like that. Which creepy messes doll. me
1: up because I was like, I had a Raggedy Ann. If you put a Raggedy Ann in the Annabelle movie, I would have been more scared because I'd yeah. be like, That's a doll I have in my house. That doll's haunted. <laughs> yeah, is I that what you're telling me? Yeah. That yes. my doll that I actually own is haunted. Yeah. Not this weird a doll like, that's not existent.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would have
1: been so much scarier if it was Ragnia, but they probably would have had to like buy the rights yeah to Ragnam yes
0: <laughs> um, we also watched uh, recently Conjuring 2 recently Uh as in last night which is about the enfield possession of um actually two young girls so in the film where we really only follow one but it was two Uh the thing about that is that a lot of those occurrences were debunked as they were happening like the them being levitated you can look at the pictures online it's very clear a girl just jumping off of her bed yeah um one girl was just like honestly practicing throwing her voice like a ventriloquist so she would Uh just do that like they just were doing it for attention really um and of Ed and Lorraine just jumped right into that. And I think it's really funny about Conjuring 2 is how hard that they try to, like, kind of, uh, like, uh, offensively, <laughs> like, combat anyone who's trying to debunk the story. Because yeah. they put the debunkers in there and then yeah. still make Ed and Lorraine the heroes being like, but we believe and that's what's important. And and Yo. demons are are worse than these, this kid." being really stressed out and bullied at school and her mom is like on welfare and doesn't like her husband isn't around and she has to take care of all these kids and clearly there's distress in this family that's not what's important it's demonic possession yeah
1: there's so many demons all (laughs) up in this house is what they're saying
0: (laughs) yeah instead of like let's talk about the actual social problems that we have in this family um which is what they love to do but the girls were just and
1: make it scary that's what he just said yeah he
0: said it um one of my favorites That I stumbled upon when I was researching is their famous werewolf demon case. What? Yes, you did hear that correctly. Werewolf Uh,
1: demon Demon.
0: case. So um, I stumbled upon uh, someone's review of a a blog post um, by Rita Ben Mukherjee. I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, um, at unexplained mysteries. Uh, and he talks extensively about the werewolf demon case. Um, but what I think is really, really fun is his, like, essentially he just like encompasses this entire case, um, which was essentially a man who, uh, at one point got really angry when he was younger and he said that he like blacked out and blamed it on something else yeah. was fine for a significant amount of years to the point where he just got married and had kids and just lived his life and then one day got angry again and then committed some crimes and was like oh I was a werewolf demon so um oh. <laughs> so the guy who wrote this blog has this to say about the warrens the warrens have been have haven't been able to produce any photos or material evidences. But the very presence of the famous demonologist couple, a paranormal collector, John Zaffis, and famous exorcist, Bishop McKenna, greatly increases the credibility. Moreover, most resources touting the truthfulness of this case are blogs that love to gush on the Warrens. There are no articles devoted to debunking this one because it really debunks itself. Man gets violent with some cops, blames a werewolf demon, has an exorcism, man is cured. (laughs) And he says, uh, but it's real because the Warrens are awesome and they don't lie. Say it with me now. The Warrens tell the truth. This I know for the Warrens told me so yo right.
1: that's great <laughs> Which that's is a great quote because
0: right? that's literally what it is right like they come in they hear about something that's like really unfortunate or like that's the third case now where they just tried to like exonerate someone who was vicious and angry and was just like a, a violent man and was like no it was actually demons that's there's, the third one that i found
1: there's also like a medical like latent trauma is yeah. like You only explode sometimes. Yes. And it can be years that you don't. It doesn't mean you have demons inside of you. It just means you have anger problems. You have unresolved (laughs) anger issues. You've been piling it all on and it exploded just now. Yeah. You aren't absolved from whatever you did during that time. It was not a werewolf demon.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. He would like growl. And he would, like, oh, kind of get all huffy-puffy. You know what? Oh, I'm, I'm convinced. Know, you know, it. mind. And, and I think it really just encompasses it, right? Is that, like, these are absurd cases. All of them are so different and so perplexing, right? In that, like, the real only, like legitimate and i'm using quotation marks here um cause for even calling it like a demonologist case or a haunting case is the existence of ed and lorraine in this environment like if they didn't pick this up it would have just been a run-of-the-mill like this is a a a family that's going through some stuff or these some people who are going through some stuff but as soon as they step foot in there it's like okay this is a haunting there's no other explanation for it everything's haunted we have to exercise them and they're exonerated from any bad things they did yeah so that's what Ed and LeRain did. Um, we're also going to talk about uh, the Parent family case, but we're going to j- do that when we jump into The Conjuring, which is the first one, um, which is interesting, um, but was certainly, p- like, pumped up a little more uh, the way that you have to in films. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah, films. Yeah, films. We watched some films. Stuff, yeah. So we watched um, Conjuring one and two. Yes, we actually watched a lot of things. We watched way more than we maybe needed to. Yes, but we were trying to figure out like what what we were doing, like what was the point, what was the pull, what's interesting, what do people want to hear about? Yeah, and it ended up being Ed and Lorraine because it's fun. Um, So we watched Conjuring one and two, and we watched a documentary called Hostage to the Devil about an actual quote unquote demonologist, in that he is. Like, he, the demonologist in the sense of, like, he works for the church. Yeah. or Actually, he didn't. He, we'll talk about that. You know
1: what? Honestly, I don't think he was a
0: demonologist. No. According he's just to an to exorcist. According to my main man,
1: Stanley Stepanek. Yeah. So.
0: Another self-proclaimed demonologist. Um, he was just a religious man. Uh, but we'll talk about Conjuring and Conjuring 2. So, Conjuring 1 is from 2013. It's directed by James Wan, who did Saw, another movie we watched, which was Demonic, pretty much any movie with ed and lorraine in it yeah <laughs> he's done it or like ml and like uh, insidious yeah. all them he loves it um but what conjuring is about is paranormal investigators ed and lorraine warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse yeah which is their house house i don't know why it's called farmhouse um <laughs> and this is the Perrin family case yeah. which was about um a husband and wife and their five daughters which is a lot of daughters.
1: Yeah, it's many. Um, How many daughters is too many daughters? Five. <laughs> five.
0: They can't have any more than that. They will lose one, um,
1: according <laughs> right to the cats <laughs> metaphor.
0: Yes. Um, so they, uh, the parent case, uh, follows these people who who buy a house and then weird stuff starts happening, and all of them had claimed that strange things were happening, yeah. and and it was scary for them, and so then they called in. Ed and Lorraine, and actually, what I think is really fun about this is that uh, uh, one, Ed and Lorraine did not do an exorcism, which is what they show in The Conjuring. Because I was like, yeah. that's not right. Like, why would a demon listen to them? They're not like Religious. they're not like they're fought, like they're <laughs> not priests. Yeah, like they don't have like that power, and the demon would know. And if it's a strong enough demon as Bathsheba, I think she would know and be like, yeah, okay. You're just you a, you're just a do rando yelling at me.
1: Like and also, and okay, spoilers.
0: Yep. But in the second one,
1: she's just, like, pushed up against a wall, and she just says it, and it's done now. Yeah,
0: yeah. Are we for real? Continue. So they, uh, they did not do an exorcism in uh, The Conjuring, like, in the parents, like, in the actual, like, parent case. In the movie, they did. Yeah. Ed does an exorcism um and in the actual case of the parent case the parents actually asked ed and lorraine to leave because their presence exacerbated the uh presence of the like whatever it was in their house yeah whatever spirit or demon like it upset whatever it was the house yeah. (laughs) and so they had to leave but someone like later in the story it's funny so someone who inherited the house later one sued the movie because of how many people started trespassing on her land which is classic that yeah. also happened with Amityville and Haunting in Connecticut. People yeah. are always trying to be up in your house if you have a haunted one. Um, and uh, so the lady was like, you jerks, now everyone's trespassing on my land. Um, but uh, she also was like, she did her own research into, like, the history of the land yeah. and, like, Bathsheba and all that. And she was like, none of this stuff... Is anything like what they were saying. Yeah. At all. <laughs> like in the least. And so, um, yeah, she was just like, uh, no, <laughs> that's not true. Um, and I think that's interesting. But the film was pretty fun. The film has a lot of fun things in regards to like do, playing up suspense.
1: Yeah, it was actually like genuinely kind of scary. I remember being like, yeah. I feel fear. Yeah. Even in the second one, it was, like, dumb. They, the they second They just are one. really good at suspense. Like, I think the biggest thing is, like, from both of those films you're generally afraid uh, because of the level of just, like, waiting you have to do to see what's gonna happen. And they do a very good job or, uh... James. James Wan does yeah. a very good job, like, doing yeah. that.
0: Yeah, in Conjuring 1, it, it, it's been a long time. So it's 2013 that Conjuring, the first one, came out. So if you forget, um, we It's have a fun a,
1: time. I remember watching
0: it. Yeah, like, yeah. the husband is a is a trucker, so he's gone a lot of the time. The kids are, like, harassed by something. There's the one girl who's harassed the most, um, and she's, like, super traumatized by it. But there's, like, the yeah. boys where she's like, stop playing with my feet to her sister and then like the blanket gets pulled off of her and she just did such a great job of just being like there's someone in the room and it just like you're stuck with the camera just staring at darkness yeah and nothing is there but she is acting so intensely that like you start seeing stuff in there even though there's nothing in there and that's exactly what that is (laughs) that's exactly what probably was happening to them yes you saw a glob glob and uh, and then your your sister freaks out too, right? Yeah. Um, but I think uh it it they have like the um the clap game. So uh-huh. it's like hide and clap instead of hide Which and seek. Which is
1: a messed up game. Yeah. I am not putting a blindfold on my head for anything. Yeah, I don't know if have that's because I've experienced stairs. trauma <laughs> and I have no trust for my surroundings. But Yes. Absolutely not. Yeah. What were you have two floors? <laughs> As you said, you could fall right down those steps.
0: Can that hurt? That Stop is irresponsible your toe.
1: Plant parenting. Here's the
0: thing. I played, like, like manhunt in the dark in my house when, like, we would have a hurricane because I'm from Florida and, like, all the power would be out and we'd yeah. play. One time we played and it was, like, a disaster because everyone, like, stubbed their toe a few times. Yeah. We, like, knocked over, like, things that were, like, glass and it was just, like, of course your mom's, like, now you're no longer allowed to play. He like can't yeah. play manhunt in darkness
1: <laughs> the like, first time i touch somebody else's hands that are not my tiny child's we're not playing whatever and clap ever again hide and clap absolutely not yeah but it, it has like, one my of eyes the, will be open at all times
0: yeah well it has like that um really good scene where the mom is playing and she asks for the claps and then we're led to one of the rooms that has like the haunted wardrobe mm-hmm. and the door opens so then the mom is like "Ooh, i think i know where you are and again she's blindfolded and then we see hands come out and do the clap and then she like turns around and everyone's like no and then like she goes to like look there's no one in there and then the little girl runs in and is like you were so far off you took your your blindfold off and i was all the way down the other hall and it's just like the mom is like oh weird <laughs> No. You're not just like, oh, weird. You're like,
1: what is in my closet? There's a woman in the walls. I don't understand. What do you mean? There's a little... They f- Okay, so later. Yes. Spoilers. They go in and they like open up the closet more and they see there's a little hole in the wall. Yeah. I'm no longer thinking hiding. that's ghosts. I'm saying there is a person in my walls. Yeah. We need to leave it as unsafe.
0: Yeah, we have to call the police now. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, because I know stories where that's been the yeah. case that's like
1: my literal biggest fear is that we <laughs> find out there has been a person living in our walls this whole time
0: <laughs> that would be very scary it would be terrifying uh, and also they in- could have
1: attacked us at any time <laughs> why are they waiting
0: like it's terrifying yeah i think another thing that's classic ed and lorraine is having a uh children's toy that mm-hmm. is evil or as a way to see evil. Because innocence generally, like, leads you to be able to see things that people can't see. We talked about yeah. that last week in our children's episode, right? Um, but, like, we have uh, this, like, weird mirror toy musical thing. Mm-hmm. You, you pull the, the music thing. is
1: very... So, I mean, we talking a lot about how music influences a film. That is a creepy little
0: jingle. Yep.
1: A children lullaby.
0: It's yeah, the yeah. yeah. Uh Pop Goes the Weasel, which is usually accompanied by the Jack in the Box or something. Like what's yeah. the most tormenting toy? Because it's like you know you're waiting. And it always says that thing where it'll stop. And of course, it doesn't pop up yet. And then it's like, Bop! and you're like, oh, you <laughs> oh, got me. I knew you were coming because that's all this toy is for. But you got me because uh, yeah. I didn't know the exact second. Um, but it's like a little thrill. But so she has one of those toys and it, it plays the 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 pop Goes the Weasel song. But it, supposedly at the end of that song, uh, you will be able to see her friend behind you in the reflection and of course every adult is like okay open it up <laughs> i'd be like that's cool hon go play with your imaginary friend i'm fine <laughs> yeah I'm not knowing what See, he looks like this all ties back to people
1: being too curious yeah it's like why yeah there's no reason <laughs> yeah you walk in the other direction of danger yeah you walk away from danger I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, well, he loves, like... Yeah, he loves using, like, kids of... Like, uh, in Insidious, when we have, like, the... That one kid, and he would play the songs like... Yeah. like the SpongeBob song, he was dancing to it. Like, yeah. And then in Conjuring 2, which we'll run right into now, uh, from 2016, so three years later, same director. Uh, this one, we have Ed and Lorraine Warren who traveled to North London to help a single mother raising four children alone in a house plagued by a supernatural spirit. So yeah. we went from one woman whose husband is always gone, and she has five kids in a house and is clearly stressed in a time where she has no respect... And now we're going over to London where the same thing is happening. Now she has four kids, no husband, and is also super stressed. Yeah. Um, so this is the Enfield possession. Uh, in this one we have like this like another like creepy toy, but it like play, it has another creepy song, which yeah. is the... Like, which is the, also like
1: why, this is a very inappropriate song for kids. It's yeah, like the, the crooked, crooked
0: man, man comes, kills
1: your kids <laughs> this whole time. It's like why are and you like, happily singing this
0: song? And the mom's
1: like, oh you did it good ah, job ah, crooked man uh, he's
0: coming to murder you
1: it's such a good song for my children love it
0: yeah because so um we have uh, another mom who's super stressed uh and she has her four children that she's got to take care of she's got yeah. one who's gotten who gets in trouble immediately yeah. and super duper wants some attention of course yeah. um and then uh you have a little boy who has a stutter you have just like a, you just have circumstances right yeah. uh the one girl ends up somehow possessed by something uh, the old man. But not the old slash, man. Slash. Slash spoiler for nun movie. The nun movie, which is strange. Uh, it is like a whole thing. <laughs> uh, I didn't know because we just saw The Conjuring 2 for the first time. And then we were like, oh, well, I guess this nun thing is something real intense. Because the nun in this film is pretty solid for spooks. Like, yeah, she Every time scary. that person was around, I was like, Okay, this is scary. And then they would go back to the girl just saying, like, weird stuff. They do a really... I I would say one of the best scenes in Conjuring 2 is that she asks them to turn around so that he will talk through her. So there's, like, supposedly this ghost of a man who died from an aneurysm, I think, in his chair in the corner. And so she sits in the chair in the corner, and she asks them to turn around, and they can ask her questions, and then she would do it. And... So what's in focus is Ed, but behind him, everything is out of focus. But you can see her, like her silhouette, like the little color splotches that equal her yeah and then when the guy starts talking through her you can tell that that face is different now and it is a big old man face on the little girl body and it was it's very frightening and it's like really fun (laughs) to to use that kind of like idea um there's a lot of really silly cgi because there was some
1: cgi times
0: (laughs) and we were having a whole blast yeah which i think is funny because uh the story behind valak who, spoiler alert, from 2016, is the nun's name, Uh right? So uh, that idea came from, Lorraine told James Wan about an experience she had after the Amityville horror case, where she was like, I saw this black splotch creature, and it was, like, super frightening. Like, it just messed her up. And he was like, oh, that sounds like something really hard to do in CGI, and I don't want to do it. And so it was like, scratch that. And then he created the nun instead because he thought that would be spooky. Um, And then it's like, but now you have like the, (laughs) you over CGI'd like everything else. So why couldn't we have the splotch monster? Um, Although I will say that the splotch monster and what is seen in, um, not Enfield, but one of their possession cases is actually more closely related to what we see in Insidious. Yeah, like that really scary demon guy, Yeah, he's more present in what she's seen previously. So I think that's kind of cool. We could have just saw him again. I would have been fine. He was really scary. The nun, not so much. Just like what they did with the nun was scary.
1: Yeah, they were really good with like their camera work. And like Mm -hmm. you were like, there's no way that nun is not coming out of that picture. And they did. And they did. But in a way, I didn't
0: think was going to happen because they mess with you. They were like, is it this time? No, she turned on the light. It's not here. But oh, wait. We're going to have a really prolonged time where she's going to like touch them. Oh, man, it was a time. Uh, if you have not seen Conjuring 2, I definitely it suggest long, it. It is long, but it was fun. But it was, it was a good time as far as, like, if we're going to get into, like, a horror movie that's good for its kicks. But James is really good at that.
1: Yeah. Um, can we also talk for a second about the very end where it was, like, we had just finished watching Homeward Bound. <laughs> and it yeah. was just this very inspirational, like, mom and daughter with their pet dog music. Yeah. Like, if you can envision it. Yeah. Just like... ah. Yeah.
0: After, After happy,
1: Like, it's just like, oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah. Look how great Ed and Lorraine are. They're <laughs> like the dads and moms I've never had. Thanks yeah. for the cross. Yeah. Dad that's leaving again forever. <laughs>
0: just like all men I know. Yep. Yeah. What I think is... <laughs> this is so inspirational. It was goofy. This, uh, yeah, I think what's really funny about this one is that he really, really amps up, like, the isn't Ed and Lorraine just the best
1: yeah, aren't there the best... love stories yeah. the coolest? Yeah, because
0: in the first one we have, like, where Lorraine had been affected by something and persists. And she's like, you said we were brought together for a reason, which is like, well, it took a long time for you to find that reason. Anyway, uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they figured it out. Uh, and so she, like, persists. But in this one, it's like, she's still kind of, like, weary and off because of things that are affecting her. Um, But it's, like, their love. Like, they have, like, a whole part I didn't think really needed to be there where Ed is playing the guitar and he
1: Mm -hmm. does his little
0: Elvis impression. And I was just like, okay, like, he's cute, I guess. Like, what are we, what am I (laughs) saying? What, what are we, we doing to here? Feel here? What? Oh, you took me out of the spook to just charm me for a minute. And it's like he already does that. He's a charming guy. Uh, but it was just like, look how cute they are, and they're like the spooks people for the fallen and the the ones who are getting taken advantage of by wayward spirits and demons whose only goal is to to hurt people. And it's like, okay, like, but why are you right? And and there's also like an intense lack of. Um, like, people who are more appropriate for exorcisms, one, right? Like, they do mention... Yeah, like, a, the church asks them to go. Yeah, and what I think is really interesting is, like, when we did our exorcism episode... They're closer to the Pope than them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the... the uh, when we did our exorcism episode, we talked about how there's an extensive, like, topic on how to get to an exorcism. Like, you have yeah. to, like rule out quite a lot and they do mention that in this film like he's like yeah. if they see this tape there's no way and it's really hard like we need more evidence than that than her just speaking a different language we have to rule out like mental illness and stuff yeah. um but then they really just like completely negate that and then they take it upon themselves which is like why do we even need the church if just anyone can do it right yeah. and that's like you what i think is really the <laughs> yelling the yeah yeah go
1: to hell now
0: (laughs) yeah and that you have enough power like forget all the priests out there they don't matter
1: yeah and isn't that the whole thing ed and lorraine are the best they are they're the number one best also they're out here solving exorcism problems (laughs) demons in your pants they're fixing it
0: yeah um we did watch another thing we did
1: let me say words about it. So it was Hostage to the Devil from 2016 director Marty Stalker. <laughs> I
0: that's love
1: that. Lesson. It's a
0: great documentarian's name. Because that's, that's what true. they do. They yeah. just
1: you. um So it's a child possessed, an exorcist locked in combat with an ancient evil in the battle for saving a soul. Just who really is the hostage of the devil?
0: It's interesting in that it shows a lot of people who really love this guy so yeah. it, it follows um Malachi something i forget his last name uh, but it's it's this man who was a, a a a priest in a church in Rome and then came over like left cuz there was like weird like conspiracies and like gossip and like yeah, drama yeah there was like literal just like drama and he was like i got to leave because I know too much.
1: Yeah, and he was from Ireland originally, yeah. mm-hmm. which I thought it was interesting. He ended up in the states. So he yeah, was just like, I'm going to go all these places. I want to go here.
0: Yeah, so which he came fine, here, so. and so there's a lot of people who loved him and are just like he was a hero. Um, and then there's like this one guy, and at first I was like, oh cool, we have a guy who's just like out to get him because he's he's doing a bad job, and he wants to show him out to be a fraud. But then like you ha- find out yeah. halfway like, through the movie, you find out. That he
1: slept with his wife. That Maliki slept what, with his that's wife. That's why he didn't like it. When I was like, "Oh, dang it!" I was like, "You're very biased, sir. <laughs> Do you like, just not like him because he slept with your wife, or are there other reasons?"
0: <laughs> and I think
1: it's just because he slept with your wife. Yeah, that you're upset. I was
0: like, "Dang!" I was really he, that. Old honestly, man also,
1: is like, "I'm so stoked to die." <laughs> It's something he said. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Whoa, that man just said he's super
0: excited to die." To be fair, but he said to... it in a really nice way. It was because he wanted to see like what the truth was. Like, yeah, he was excited to know they what was all... on the other side. I get that, but that, that still but equals also, death. He was it's also translated very too. Old.
1: I'm so excited to die.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which I was like, oh, my God, my heart. Yeah. Yeah. It was a time. Um, But he, uh, I was really kind of disappointed by this for a lot of reasons. So the whole film, they keep, like, referencing back and kind of building up suspense for his, like, last exorcism case, which is about a very, very young girl who's, like, three or four years old and is supposedly... Possessed. By a yeah. demon, like a really old, really strong, very bad demon. Yeah, and we keep getting like we'll get people talking about how crazy is. We get a little story about how there's drama in the church. We get a little bit about how we slept with people's wives. We're getting all this stuff, like a mix of this, but we keep peppering back into like, like the story this of the girl, girl is evil, right? She and was like four years old. She was full, yeah, right. and then like and mixed with another guy who was like she was evil, but Maliki was really nice about it. Uh, where it, yeah, I, like she, and the other
1: guy was crying. Because he's, like, upset yeah. about the fact that it's a four-year-old that's yeah. lost her innocence.
0: And then the other guy was like, she gave him a it look. Was the same guy. <laughs> no, it was two different it was guys. It two different guys? Yeah. All right, I liked
1: the one guy who was crying a lot more than this really rude guy. He was
0: super rude. But there's, like, a, he was like, hey, was my best friend? Anyway, uh... He, like, has a thing where he, he kept taking things out of context. Like, he would say, like, and then she said this awful thing. And it would have been, like, it was, like, have a good day, father. And he was, like, but she said it and you, you couldn't see her face, but her face was bad. And I was, like, was it, though? Or are you, like, really, really we- reading into this? Because he would hype it up where it was, like, and then you cannot believe what she said or did. And it was, like, a super normal thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, she blew him a kiss. Yeah, and he was, like, how, she was, like, a, he, he called her, like, a whore. He said she was like a whore giving a kiss to a John. And I was like, Like, one, that's disgusting. And then also... (laughs) <laughs> what are you to say? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, okay, maybe she's just a little girl. And her parents, like, taught her, like, that's how you say bye. Bye. And so it was like, it was such a wild ride where it's like, what? And so then I was like, okay, does this little girl, like, come up and stab him? Like, I was excited. I was like, I, right, let's see. I was like, how is this little girl going to murder him? Because that's what <laughs> I'm excited for because I know he's dead. And I want to know. Oh, my God. Gabe. <laughs> well, I was We're just... not promoting child murder no, on the boys No, store. we're not. Okay. But- but that's what it felt like it was hyping up to i okay. was like there's no other reason for them to be like ooh, she's so well, evil she's there was so also evil. like no
1: resolution no to that story yes which was frustrating because it's like when it ended i was like was oh yeah oh he just died <laughs> normal yeah.
0: Yeah, like you went, went, happen- no, went upstairs, to the girl. and I was like, all right, so Cat went upstairs, and I had to tell her what was happening, so he shouted up, and I said, oh, uh, Malachi fell down. He says that it's, uh, one, people were like, it's a conspiracy, the church came to him because he knew too much, and then someone else was like, the one guy who, who talked, who like equated that young child to a sex worker was like it was a demon it got a hold of him and it wouldn't let him go and then (laughs) and then he was like the like they interviewed the guy and he was like uh i know too much or whatever like um like the like the lady like came to him when he was like right before he lost consciousness or whatever. And she was like, he was like, I knew too much. Like, no, it wasn't an accident or something. Uh, And so, but he had like fallen. And then Kat was like on her way downstairs. I was like, oh, oh, he died. He's dead now. And that's it. (laughs) It There's really no explanation. But it was literally like, was it the church or a demon? Or maybe it's because he was very old and he lost his balance
1: I feel like if he says, cause I knew too much that someone sent somebody,
0: but I think he was saying like, like, I think he was setting it up for being a demon thing because it, he was so in, involved in that case at the time. And they let it up where they were like, each time he took on a case, he would get, a, he would get sick would lose or like he part would, of yeah. And it was like, or he's just getting old. Cause, and he's like working a lot. And that might be it's probably and emotionally dirty. Like yeah, or like you're it's working like if you're real dealing hard. with
1: individuals who are going through like that level yeah. of stress. Mm-hmm. That you're going to take some of that with you.
0: Yeah, but uh, spoilers to everyone from this 2016 documentary: the little girl did not kill him, or in any way have anything to do with his death. And also, it didn't really say what happened to her. Like, no, yeah. she went away, and then later they tried to they brought her back, and she was a little more evil. But they were just like, whatever. <laughs> Like, it was really unresolved what happened to that young child. And then also, it was just like, did the church do it? Did a demon do it? And not once did anyone say, like, maybe it's because he was old and he fell. Yeah. Because he was very old.
1: And also, it seemed like uh, for the little girl that people were referencing that, like, it's very possible that she had, like, experienced some sort of sexual trauma. Yeah. And that is why she, She was one, got worse as she got older. Because if it's, no one stopped it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because the one guy who was possibly going to help died. Yeah. So that was our real in quotation. Maybe the
1: police would
0: <laughs> demonologist. No. Okay, I guess that. Uh nope. It was definitely a demon who made her blow kisses. Um yeah. Feelings. Yeah, feelings. Yeah, I said feelings.
1: Let's talk about feelings. Okay.
0: All right, so if you like it, it's Raggedy Ann. It's scarier than Annabelle. Yeah, because that's she's actually the, the real Annabelle. Yeah. Which was way, and it made a little more sense as to why, it still doesn't make any sense why these nurses had a doll and why that doll was scribbling notes to them, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, what's it going to be, right? Uh, but if you don't like it, it's I'm a chemist now. Yeah. Because you can just be whatever you want. I'm a chemist,
1: I'm a demonologist. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yeah. <laughs>
0: You go do them. Yeah. Just be. Go fight demons, and now you're demonologist, not a demon fighter.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's all I got. Um, yeah, so, so for uh, the topic of demonology.
1: I really loved my main man, yeah, Stanley Stepanek. I hope he's not full of it. I really liked all of his words, and I think everyone should go read them. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, unless, like, you actually believe in demons, because then you're going to feel kind of sad. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, teach their own. Yeah. But I just thought he was putting some real logic
0: on a to- really scary subject. Yeah, exactly. Scary in that, like, so. If it is real, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also like so when we did our exorcism episode, it was really hard because I just get very upset when it's clear that there are people taking advantage of like vulnerable people yeah. who are already in these really sensitive spaces who clearly need help. Which is, like, what this episode started out to be when we were researching was just going to be about ghosts. And then we watched some, like, haunted stories. And I got really mad because I was like, these are just excuses for people's, like, very human actions and mistakes. And, like, instead of just owning them, we're, like, saying demons did it. And then that just led to, oh, that's Ed and Lorraine's entire career. Was them being like, no, it was demons. It's not something you have to actually take care of. Yeah. Like, give us money and publicity. Yeah. And so it, I think... With, like, the act, like, if, if demonology is really just like people who are looking back into what kind of impact that is, yeah, then yeah, I'm here for it because it, it is impactful, right? And it has affected people generally in an incredibly negative space, yeah, um, for, for forever, right? Um, but if it's demonology in the way that, like, we have Ed and Lorraine and that we have like the Vatican, who that documentary said there was like 60 exorcisms like a month in just Rome. And it's like, that's a very small place to be yeah. having that many exorcisms. What is wrong with your central location for religion that you have that many exorcisms? And I guess it's because maybe the devil feels threatened. So that demonology is where I'm like, I can't get it. I just, it, it frustrates me because it does end up hurting people. Well, it, people okay. have died. Because
1: well, the biggest thing is that it's a misuse of the word. So mm-hmm. like... Army man is saying that that's not what demonology is and that's what everyone keeps saying demonology is yeah and then there's people out there saying they're demonologists who aren't practicing the actual study of demonology it's a bizarre time and there's just this whole idea that there's comfort in the idea that there's something else after we go like that's it ties back to that is that we just don't want it to be nothing Mm -hmm. and What the cost for that is that demons exist, I guess. Yeah.
0: And I mean, sometimes when like for for people who have certain uh, like mental illnesses and if they are not getting help and they are very religious, sometimes it's much easier for them to believe like the devil is doing this to me and I'm not the one who's making these mistakes or am affected by something that's happening to me chemically. Uh And all I need is an exorcism and everything will be better. Not I need a lifetime of like medication and taking care of myself And, like, going to therapy and, like, (laughs)
1: working through it in a, you know, rational sense. Yeah. Which is a hard realm to face for, like, humanity as a whole sometimes. Where we need to explain things. Our brain fills in the blanks. Yeah. So we try to explain things in ways we know how. That's why the whole Salem witch trials existed. Someone got pink eye. They're like, witches are here now.
0: Yeah. So Someone slept with someone's wife. Yeah.
1: And it's just, like, we have interesting ways as humans in explaining away things that we don't yet understand
0: or we don't want to take responsibility for yeah and i i think with ed and lorraine you know they gave us some good stories yeah and but the problem is like at what expense right like we have people exploiting people yeah it's sad Yeah, And it's like these people who are already vulnerable, but also uh, not to exonerate any of the people who are involved, too, because a lot of like a lot of these families were in on those hoaxes and were also profiting off of them. So some of it really is just like at at some point it's like, okay, what part of this is really just like entertainment? (laughs) Like we are making an entertainment industry, right? Uh, Versus like times when like something with an exorcism is like someone who is hurting and is is vulnerable and then we take advantage of them right um whereas i think a lot of what ed and lorraine did was walk in and like make a situation worse but also the people who did it were not completely innocent either yeah so yeah that's my two cents about that what about the films just quickly i thought they were good yeah they were fun i thought they were fun even the documentary was like interesting it was yeah. not what I was expecting, and I was like, what? Why? Uh, <laughs> but it, it was not at all what I thought it was. So I was excited to watch a documentary about a guy who did exorcisms. Yeah, but uh, if you like what you hear, keep on listening. Give us a like and a comment on iTunes. On the iTunes. That's where it matters. It's my birthday month. Ooh-ooh. Gift to Gabe. Yeah. Also, if you want to, I don't know, contribute to our Patreon. <laughs> That exist too somewhere uh, you want to make us cool fan art I also accept or buy t-shirts buy t-shirts be a cool scout y'all yeah uh, but don't get married they your kids okay bye where they get possessed I don't know